0: on this week's to of gambling feud the moment is finally here it is the bracket reveal show the sweet 16 we got eight coda cappers eight nine coda cappers competing for a cash prize we are going to break down all 16 participants in their matchups locked and loaded let's have a show
1: yes sir kyle and dj on the mic gambling feud partnered with the sports gambling network, hitting bets, hitting, bets. hitting checks, breaking checks, making I bet. Let's hit some bets. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I only need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, knocking like my pacer they doing it major. L.A. Lakers. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. On, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Getting them wages like I'm a pacer, doing it major.
0: L.A. Lakers. Welcome everyone to the Gambling Feud Podcast, presented by the Coda Sports Gaming Network. We are on episode seventy-six. Gambling Feud podcast slash gambling feud show. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see me and DJ, or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, if you're listening to us. But it's a very exciting show today. We've been talking all season long, all year long, I should say, about our Sweet 16 show, and it is finally happening. We got eight Coda Cappers, eight non Coda Cappers competing. It's going to be electric. It was fun last year. We're doubling it now this year. So we're very excited. But uh, as always, my name is Kyle Comas, and joining me for 76 episodes is my cousin and co-host. Find him on Twitter at Low 4422 DJ Loosh, DJ, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, Kyle.
1: Life's good. Sports are on. We, we're at the, the pinnacle of the year. We have the gambling feud uh, kind of sweet 16. Uh, we have a ton of sports on and christmas is coming up it's all the good times uh on top of it you know we we learned from last year um and we've expanded and grown and you know updated areas where we didn't do where we needed improvement and now we got a sweet 16 you know we doubled our bracket so uh it's looking good and i'm excited and it's always a fun time you know kind of a mini march madness but with gambling it's like who's gonna win i it could be anybody i can make a case for every one of these people so it's
0: uh Super excited, and I'm just curious to see the results. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And this will be this will be fun because, like I said, it was fun last year, but now we're doubling it up. So we have non-coda cappers and coda cappers both competing. We only had two non-coda cappers compete last year, and they competed against each other in the first round. So we made that rule so we can get more people involved. But yeah, it's really exciting, and what a perfect time to start this contest. Like you said, DJ, with the pinnacle of everything going on. You got NBA, you got NHL the World Cup, college football, college basketball, and, and any so many different sports happening right now that this is the perfect time to start this contest. Yeah, it's, I mean, we kind of planned it that way, obviously. This
1: contest in the middle of August, or I guess the middle of June or July <laughs> would just be miserable. <laughs> so we are kind of smart with that. And, you know, we've obviously planned it so that there's multiple sports so that if you're good at one or, decent at a couple you have a lot of options bowl season and everything nfl nba i mean really it's almost every sport but mlb and from the you know the people we've had on most people don't like mlb or don't bet it uh so it it definitely caters to the the average person and you know you got a prize on the line you got a free entry all you had to do was earn your spot and now you got to earn that prize and i think i think these guys will get up for it and uh, it'll be be an exciting uh event for
0: sure absolutely and that's the thing too is this is a free entry we're not charging any of these 16 people to be part of the contest this is just a free entry of just everybody betting and the winner takes home winner takes home some money so i'm very excited for it <clears throat> and i don't think that people want to hear us talking too much more dj they're just ready to see the bracket before we get to the bracket though i just really really want to Really quick, we just want to go through all the guests we had on who were either ineligible or just missed the cut for the contest. So we'll just go through those guys really quick. Uh, Toast finished plus uh, 0.77 units. We had Polk Nation finished minus 3.54. Beast Picks minus 6.88. Pace minus 7.44. Corey minus 8.10. Pumba was on twice, finished minus 13.3 and minus 4.95. And then... Willie Naylor was unfortunately our worst participant this year, minus 17.37. Just overall thoughts, CG, about just this group that missed the cut. There's a lot of good names on that mm-hmm. list. Um, obviously, Toast is a legend
1: all around the world. Uh, Hulk has a, the best voice or radio mm-hmm. voice or whatever type of voice I've ever heard. Uh, Beast, you know, has a lot of – does a lot of sports he's really he really gambles on everything he's a great guy uh pace the WNBA specialist pace i mean and and college and women's college basketball specialist left out uh Corey, obviously the soccer guy pumba the golf legend guy in my opinion had the best golf bet of all time and then willie naylor is really a jack of all trades there's really nothing out of uh the possibility the realm of possibilities for willie naylor
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you said it well. I'm not going to go too much more on all these guys, but all these guys are very close to me and DJ. We were happy to have them on hopefully next year when we do this contest again, they can, they can make the cut this time. But honestly, I think all these people on this list would agree they could have done better, but ultimately I know we'll have them on next year. And I think they will be all right, but no, I just want to say thank you to these uh, seven guys here, unfortunately, I, again, ineligible for the contest, but we, we, all seven of these guys will be back on. Yep, and it's very
1: similar to March Madness. You get one game. If you lose that game, you're done. Like, they get one chance, generally speaking, to prove that they deserve a chance in the bracket. And it's, you know, you either show up or you don't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's trying hard. It just doesn't always go out. But I, I do kind of like that aspect of, like, you got one chance, kid. You know, make it
0: happen and that's kind of how we do it yep absolutely so again thank you to these seven guys but dj this is it now we got the seven of us all those seven guys are done we now got our sweet 16 ready to roll here i'm gonna move this down here i wonder if i can move that up there we go all right now we can see everything so Again, we're gonna go through all 16 competitors one by one and reveal the reveal it just like March Madness does. But <clears throat> uh, DJ, let's start in the Coda Capra side of the bracket. We got the money line region. So without further ado, the number one overall seed in the Coda Capra side of the bracket, Dallas Pritchard plus 13.19 units. So for those of you that don't know, Dallas is a diehard Kansas City Chiefs man who came on the scene last year. You know, he was challenged. He challenged all the Coda Cappers in the Coda Capper monthly contest. And there was a week-long suspension in there because he, you know, he liked a premium tweet or whatever. But he will be the first one to say that was that was bad. Um, he still finished second that month. So he came on the scene. He's been very active with the Coda Cappers. And we've just had, we were excited to have him on. On the show, he lit it up. He finished four one and one plus 13.19 units so he absolutely lit it up uh number one overall seed dallas pritchard dg what are your thoughts dallas is not only an enigma but he's a wild card you just don't
1: know what you're going to get out of the guy um you know he's he has wild takes on twitter he's been extremely cold he's been extremely hot uh you know, he's kind of a not a Stephen A. Smith, but he'll give you a show. You know, it might not be factually accurate or he might be wrong on his takes, but he'll give you a show. Uh, and I think that's what he's going to do in this contest. He's not going to go down without a fight. Uh, so I expect him to have a lot of plays. <laughs> he might get creative and, you know, mix it up, maybe throw some parlays. in. I don't know what he's going to do,
0: but he will provide some entertainment for sure. And on Twitter, I bet he'll be electric on Twitter as well. Oh, he's going to be crazy on Twitter. I'm really excited to see. His uh, reaction, to all this, and you never know what he is going to bet. Like I said, he came on; he guaranteed he'd light it up. He guaranteed it'd be easy money, being the number one seed. And in the Coda Cappers, who no, no offense to the non-Coda Cappers, but the Coda Cappers do this on the daily and stuff like that. To be number one there, that's that's pretty dang impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the Coda Cappers are okay.
0: looking at lines every day. I mean, we have
1: a group chat; we're talking lines every day, and just a little more familiar, maybe a little better at spotting value. And you've been through the ups and downs you know you know what you got to do in a drought you know what it's like to be on a hot hot streak whereas some of the non-coda cappers aren't as consistent with it you know they like they understand the basics of gambling but maybe not as seasoned or as experienced but it's it's really anyone's contest I do think the coda cappers have an edge but guess what they have to face all coda cappers so that's not easy to get out of that bracket
0: yep absolutely well who is uh dallas gonna be taking on he's taking on the eight seed, jake hazen who finished plus 1.01 units for those of you that don't know jake came to the network this year with a big big following on social media i think out of all the cappers he has the most followers on twitter and he's also uh he was very very big on tiktok he took over the Coda cappers tiktok page for a while there i think he stopped doing that now but that's what he uh came on for but he's made a massive impact on the network he hosts twitter spaces all the time he's very very involved in the gambling community and uh when he was on the show he finished with a three and three record he finished plus 1.01 units so jake is uh we're excited to have him in the contest and we'll kind of see what happens here though like he like i said he came on as our our TikTok guru, our uh, Twitter space guru. But now he's just starting to make his way back into the podcasting a little bit. Uh, he's in a podcast with BSC about uh, contrarian college football lines. So we'll just kind of see. But DJ, what are your thoughts about uh, Jake and this matchup we got here? I think Jake approaches
1: gambling a little different than everybody else. He's very seasoned, very experienced, kind of like a veteran team almost. Um, you know, like like uh, not like those Kentucky or Duke teams that are usually super young. <laughs> he's more of a you know well experienced team and i think he approaches bets in a different way you know with a little contrarian view as well as just he he digs into the numbers i remember when we remember when we had him on uh for baseball he was getting into numbers i didn't even know what the advanced stats were and he was getting into them so he really dives into it he takes it seriously uh as an 8 seed i think he's he's dangerous he's a, he's a, he's probably one of the most dangerous low, um you know lower seeds at the 8 uh if he gets hot i,
0: I don't know who's going to stop him yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a very intriguing matchup. This is one of the more intriguing matchups. So yeah, I'm excited to see uh what happens here and I'm happy he's a part of the network. He does bring a lot of value to the network. A big-time social media following, very well known in the gambling community. So we'll see how he does against uh against old Dallas here in the first round. <clears throat> but uh let's let's move on, DJ. The four seed, Josh Campbell. Camp Josh finished plus 4.80 units so uh josh is one of the og Coda Capras. he came on a little after me and dj but he came on because he was our very first guest on gambling feud very first episode it was just me and dj but he came on the second episode and started this guest picker uh contest we got going on you know he was a very dear friend of dj's in college and even over the two years i've known him i've become very very close with him so i'm very very excited to have gotten to know him. And I'm excited he's in this contest on the show. Like I said, he was the very first guest last year. He was the very first guest this year. He finished plus 4.80 units. So DJ, 4C Josh Campbell, what are your thoughts? Josh is an out-of-the-box thinker, similar
1: to Jake Hazen, but not as an analytical way. He's more of a vibes and feels guy. And when this guy gets hot, you know, the world is his oyster. Uh, He's – he's a good vibes guy too. Like he's just always having fun and goofing around. He'll be electric on Twitter. Um, and you know, he's one to know in hockey, people don't talk about that, but he's one to know in hockey this season, he's undefeated in hockey, but you know, if anyone could make a run, it, it's gotta be this guy. He's just, he, this guy could either go all of the units positive or all of the units negative. He's a, he's a very uh, up and down roller coaster type of guy. And he's going to be electric on Twitter. He's he's going to be in VFC's face or he's going to be in the next person. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. He's going to be in this guy's face. He's going to be going hard on Twitter and he'll give us a show. I, I hope after last year's performance, I hope
0: he's due to give us a show. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And he's, uh we made a rule after him we'll, <clears throat> excuse me we'll go through that mo- in a moment but yeah the five seat vfc B- von show plus 4.78 units so uh vfc he came onto the network as our ufc expert and guru he started the throwing bows podcast it used to be just him and is now him and fade jt uh he's also on that not enough, like a more than meets the eye contrarian view podcast with jake hazen and he's also a panelist in the college football central show. And he's very active in college basketball. I mean, he's burst in all kinds of sports. So uh, when he was on the show, he finished six and three plus 4.78 units. And I wanted to note something. So to be eligible for this contest, they had to beat either DJ or myself. I remember that day I did really good. VFC beat DJ by 0.01 units to be eligible for the contest. So uh, number five overall seed uh, VFC, and his uh his matchup with Josh DJ. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, VFC is <clears throat> like you mentioned. He he does a lot of sports. He obviously specializes in UFC. He's a UFC guy. But no one's no one's mentioned it yet. He's the hockey king of last year. He was the by far one of the best gamblers in hockey in the network. And honestly, probably on like a national level, he was insane last year. Like the numbers he put up, the amount of units he won, he was the he was Mister Ice. That's what they called him. Uh, So if he can keep that streak going during this contest, dangerous, dangerous uh, five seed here. And like you said, he's well-versed in multiple sports. So he does have other options other than hockey. And yeah, I I don't see him going down without a fight. He's going to, you know, he was in it last year. He's got a little bit of experience, second year returning. And he barely made it, kind of like making a half quarter in a conference tournament to qualify. But he got in. And uh, the world is his oyster. I know he's going to take this first matchup probably more seriously than the second round matchup if he wins because he wants to be Josh. Everyone wants to be Josh. Um, so that's yeah. It's it's going to be a wild. I can see
0: Twitter going crazy with those two because they're both very active. Uh, very excited to see this matchup. Yeah. No. This is going to be a, an insane matchup, and if he and if this brings the same kind of uh, intensity that uh, BFCs with paces was last year, like this is going to be all time Twitter. So be sure to check that out for sure. But I'm very excited. I love BFC. I love Josh. I'm excited for both these guys and we'll kind of see what happens. They're both like, like you said, DJ, they're both in in a way they are going to win all the units or they're going to lose all the units. You just don't know with these, with these two and they're both very versed in a number of different sports. So I'm very excited for this matchup as well. But <clears throat> All right, DJ, let's transition out of the money line region. Let's go to the parlay region and let's meet our first member of the parlay region, the three C potato gobbler plus six units. Uh, PG was very well liked before he even came on the network. He was on Gambling Feud a few months before he came on the network, but even before Gambling Feud, a lot of the cappers followed him on social media. Just one of the most likable guys I think I've ever met to be to be perfectly honest with you, Uh, biggest thing with him. He is the host of the not another college football podcast at the network with beast picks. And he is one of, if not the go-to guy for college football takes analysis, picks, you name it, potato gobbler brings it. And he's a diehard Oklahoma fan, which is good to my delight, which I always appreciate out of him. But when he was on the show, he finished five and one plus six units. Uh, DJ, what are your thoughts about uh, Mr. PG here? PG, the most famous guy I know, uh, unbelievable
1: guy. He's a great – like, not only does he have a lot of followers, and does he – he's a content king, but he's just a great, well, well-rounded well guy. We met him, obviously, for the Nebraska-Oklahoma game, uh, and just an awesome vibes guy. And then on top of it, like I said, he's content king. He can post pictures of him doing just random stuff, and it's always hilarious. He always got a good caption. And he does a lot of work, you know, in the in depth of college football. He's got his PG rankings. Uh, he's constantly making graphics. And, like, he goes above and beyond. He, you know, he, he's going to give a lot of effort. He's not just going to kind of mail this in. He's going to go hard. And, he obviously, specializes in college football. But he's well-versed. I, I'm i excited. PG of the three, he he's dangerous. Again, I mean, all these guys are dangerous in their own ways. Uh, but PG well, well experienced, and he's just a vet, you know. He he wasn't in it last year, but first year, I I think he could make some noise. Uh, uh we'll see who he's got in his matchup, but I'm I'm excited for this guy as well.
0: Yep, ab- absolutely, and we'll and we'll kind of see what he what he brings to this contest. I know he's gonna give everything he has here, but <clears throat> well, who is he taking on? DJ? He's taking on the six seed Dan Angel at plus. 3.86 units uh when dan first started blogging there was there were six of us for a long time and for the longest time for about a few months there was me dj Pace, Beerus, soup pumba and toast it was the six of us we all or the seven of us excuse me but none of us really outside of pace none of us really blogged a whole heck of a lot but in cases like we need a guy who can blog and a guy who can bring that and that's what dan brings dan is uh, by far and away our most consistent blogger on the website and not only that but he is also the uh, co-host of the gabacho baracho soccer podcast with Corey and thomas at the network talking all things soccer and he is also a panelist on the Couchable central show so he's very very involved since he's came to the network we've been very excited to have him but on the show when he was on he finished nine and five and plus 3.86 units so dj uh, what are your thoughts on dan and this matchup we got here dan the man the computer man
1: uh he's just other than maybe jake he's the most analytical guy at network he you know he crunches the numbers he puts in the extra work he doesn't just shoot from the hip he knows teams in and out uh dan more one of the more seasoned guys he's experienced a lot of games a lot of matchups he's seen a lot of things you can ask him almost any trivia question he's probably gonna get it right like the dude is he knows everything uh very, very well versed in all of all the sports. I mean, obviously he specializes in soccer with a minor specialty in college football as he has his computer system with college football. Dan Dan's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous succeed as he just he just knows it all. And he's really creative. Like he doesn't just bet basic bets, especially with soccer. He gets super creative. You know, he'll throw. a. I bet he throws a couple correct score bets out there. And if one hits, he's looking real good. So. Uh, yeah, Dan, very analytical and just consistent as can be, well-versed. He's he's an exciting six seed and maybe not as exciting of a Twitter matchup as, you know, Dan might not do much on Twitter, um, you know, back and forth. He's not really a banter guy. He's just, he lets his work do the talking. He lets his bets do the talking. So, uh, but a great matchup nonetheless. PG's got his hands full with this one. You know, I can see an upset here as Dan has been around the block. He knows his stuff.
0: Yep. Nope. That's, that's very well said, DJ. I really can't <clears throat> add much more than that, but I'm very excited for this matchup as well, because both these guys bring so much value to the network in their own different way. So we'll kind of see how they do and how they compete. So uh, let's move on to the last two people in the Coda cappers bracket. What everybody was expecting. I think the two seed fade JT who finished plus 10.76 units Uh, Another very close friend of DJ's from college. um, He first came on Gambling Feud with Alex Long, another one of DJ's friends, for a UFC preview show. We we had those guys on. We had them both as guest pickers. So that's how we kind of got into the show. Uh, He's a co-host on the On Life Support High and Inside podcast at the network. But he's also, his big thing is the Throwing Bows podcast. He's on that with BFC. Excuse me. And he's also uh, a panelist on the cultural central show. So he's very, very involved with the network. I think everybody's expecting him to be a two seed. to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think this comes as a surprise to anybody, but on the show, he finished five and two plus 10.76 units. DJ, what are your thoughts about two seed fade JT?
1: He is the most wild of wild cards because he, he can be the best at times. He can be the worst at times. He's really all over the map, but he knows a lot of sports. He watches a lot of sports. Like he knows the the UFC. He knows the NFL. He, you know, dabbles in college football, not as much college basketball or NBA really, really probably specializes in more NFL and the UFC, but he's just a wild card, man. He's, he doesn't even know what he's going to expect. Like he, he's all, his name is Faye JT for a reason. Sometimes you got to fade him. Sometimes you don't. And uh, hopefully his health gets a little better. Uh, he's, you know, had some issues with his, uh, what is it? Pan- not pancreas. What I don't want to say I'm appendix there. close to pancreas. Um, so hopefully he gets better there and mentally prepared to take on the role of the two seed, but he's just an exciting guy. Probably one of the best Twitter followers, not for bets, but for just content. Yeah. He's just so funny with the tweets. Um, yeah, he he's, he's good on the Twitter. So, I'm, I'm expecting him to be – especially if uh, he wins and goes up against P, uh, PG or if he ends up facing Josh, like, I expect Twitter to be explosive for him. So, very exciting guy. Um, if he gets hot, the world the world's his oyster.
0: And I think you said it best, DJ, with Faye JT. Outside of gambling for just a second, he has at least one banger tweet a week. Minimum. Minimum.
1: And he he stretches the line of like, should I even tweet this? Like, should this be something that should be tweeted or will I get canceled? And he he stretches that line, but they're always so funny. And I don't know, his brain works in such an amazing way. And I'm always geeking at his tweets. And sometimes his tweet will get like three likes. I'm like, dude, that was your best tweet of all time. (laughs) And then another like just mid tweet will get like, you know, a bunch of likes. And I'm just like, yeah. It was, it was funny, but you've had way better ones that get no love. So that's how Twitter is. But he's just always producing banger tweets.
0: No, he, he is by far and away a top five Twitter follow Yep, for sure. But uh, DJ, he's going to have to bring in. I think you and I agree and everyone on the network will agree that this last guy to round out the contest, we got the seven seed DG betsa plus 3.10 units. He is a dangerous seven seed. So really quick for those of you that don't know – He's been with the network for about a year now, DG has. He's the host of the Securing the Bag podcast. However, what he's known for the network is his parlays. And he's gotten the nickname the Parlay King because he just has a massive success rate at hitting really, really like high value parlays. And he's very, very good at it. In fact, he was the winner of our Elite Eight contest last year. So him coming in as a seven seed is a shock and very dangerous. And in fact, in the very final round he hit a plus 3200 parlay to win the contest so he can do he's a good better all all around but his parlays if he hits parlays jt's gonna have to bring it i think but on the show um see here dg finished four and four plus 3.10 units so dg dj overall thoughts about dg and just this uh, matchup between him and fade jt this is a terrible matchup for JT.
1: The worst person he could get matched up with. DG Bets is the defending champ and the parlay king. I mean, I would not, I would rather face anybody else in this bracket besides DG. DG had a 7 seed. If you had odds, I would take him. If it was just based on their seed, I would bet all my money on DG. He is so underrated. And his ability to just throw a parlay together, and it just hits, man. He just doesn't – I I can't explain how DG does what he does. He's just a wizard. I've accepted that, that he's just amazing at parlays. And just betting in general, he knows his stuff. He's been around the block. He has seen a lot of games. And, uh, yeah, him at the 7th seed, uh, just uh, a rough first-round matchup for Fade JT – and JT's gonna have to bring it because DG's not going down without a fight. He's gonna hit at least a parlay or two in the first round. And once DG gets going, good good luck. You could be winning the entire matchup, and all he has to do is hit that Sunday because he's a anytime touchdown Sunday specialist. And he hits a couple of those, boom, you're done, you're done. So, ah, uh, yeah, tough matchup, very underrated DG bets.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be a sneaky seven seed, and. That doesn't mean JT's not going to bring it. I guarantee you he does, but I'm just saying he's going to have to, because like you said, DJ, he's the defending champ. I think he won all his, all his uh, contests last year by a pretty large margin. So him coming in as a seven seed, very, very dangerous, but really quick just looking at all eight, all eight of these guys, DJ, the thing with this group, I can see all the lower seeds moving on and I can see all the top seeds moving on. Like there's, I can't even give a prediction if I wanted to, because all eight of these guys could go off at any time and have gone off. But just right now, all eight of these guys can go off at any time.
1: Yeah, that's, it's kind of similar to like March Madness or like the MLB postseason. It's whoever gets hot. You know, the one year we saw both the Royals and the Giants be the wild card team. So they were the, the lowest seed of anybody, the worst team in, in the bracket. And they both went on to get to the world series. Like it's all about when you get hot, you know, if you peak at the wrong time, you're done. So if any of these guys get hot, it's going to be tough to stop them once they get rolling. Uh, Like you said, all these matchups are, you know, interesting and intricate in their own little ways. It's tough to say who emerges I think there's some fun matchups. I think, you know, if specific, if specific teams win, that'll create another fun second round matchup or a final four. If you get two people paired up against each other who are super active on Twitter or <laughs> two guys, like if Dan and DG face, you're going to have, you know, two analytical guys that just hit bets. I, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. I know it'll be super exciting and I, I'm hoping that the trash talk will be fun uh, and keep everybody going. Uh, yeah. a uh, tough. Again, if if I were to put my money on someone, you know who I'm betting on. It's DG Betts, obviously, because he's the defending champ. You you can't take that away from him. So I I will take him all day long. But anybody can win. You know, DG could get bounced in the first round. That's how this works. It's just you got to get hot in gambling, and you got to get hot at the right time.
0: Absolutely. I think you said all that very, very well. But, yeah, all eight of these guys, congratulations to you guys. It's been great having you on the show, and we're excited to see – how you doing the contest here. So we're looking forward to that. And we'll really see who emerges out of this out of this group. Like, like I said, it could be any of these eight guys. So we'll we will just have to see. But uh all right, well, let's transition now from the coda capper side to the non-coda capper side. So these are eight people who are obviously not coda cappers that will be competing as well in this. So we will see how we do. Let's start in the over-under region with the number one overall seed. Again, I think what everybody was expecting, Zach Spieler. Plus 13.41 units. So Zach is a cousin of me and DJ, obviously on my dad's side, DJ's mom's side. Um, Something to know about him. He's a former division two athlete. He played uh, men's volleyball at Wayne state college in Nebraska. And um, he's, he's played some division one opponents there. So that's something he can flex on me and DJ both as he played division two sports. He's appeared on the show twice. The first time he didn't go well, he didn't beat either me or DJ, who so he's actually ineligible DJ brought him on as a wild card, and he finished 5-0-1 plus 13.41 units. He he went undefeated, pretty much. So very, very impressive. So number one overall seed, Zach Spieler DJ, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, he had a playing game, you know, a wild card game, and he, he got it done. He took care of business. Uh, maybe not the most experienced guy with the gambling world. Maybe not, you know, more. He might not play any fancy plays like some of the other guys on the Kota capper side but he's approaching it from kind of a new angle a just kind of looking at the numbers looking at what he sees using his logic and he he lit it up uh he could you know he could get things done it's interesting to see you know based on who he's matched up with how things go but i why not i mean he's he lit it up he kind of does everything really he knows a little like he watches enough sports to know enough about everything and I'm excited. You know, it's kind of like a big test. This is like a, a freshman coming in as a star. You know, can the freshman lead his team like Carmelo Anthony to a to a championship or not? We'll see. We'll see what Zach can get done. But I'm excited and hoping, you know, rooting for him, obviously, as we're related to him, hoping he does the best.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and I think you said it well, DJ, in the fact that you know he's not like an experienced gambler, right? But but that's kind of what I think all eight of these people, all these people gamble on occasion, but not nearly as much as the of Cabers, which is why I like this concept that we're doing here. But Zach kind of approaches it like most people do, like trends or line movement stuff. Like he does just strictly what he knows, and and sometimes that's the best thing. And clearly, as you can see on where he's at right now, he proven that that can work sometimes. So it, it's a totally different angle. Whereas some people come at it from like a statistic point of view it's just what he knows
1: yep yeah it keeps it simple keeps it simple which is sometimes way better than trying to get super fancy and almost losing yourself a bet by getting too complex
0: yep absolutely well who is he going up against well dj you're gonna have a cousin in the uh lead eight no matter what because he's going up against eight seed lucas parker minus 2.31 units so Lucas is a cousin of DJ on DJ's dad's side, obviously, like my dad and his mom are sisters, so I'm not related to anybody on his dad's side, but uh, he's a cousin of DJ on his dad's side. If you listen to the Gambling Food Co- podcast, which you all do, he does our intro intro song. I think we told him when we started this podcast in January of last year, we just said, hey, we need an intro song. Can you give us something? He gave us that fire intro song that we've used for every single show, So um, you, so you've all heard his voice. You all know who he is. Um he's uh, he's the writer, he was the singer, he's the producer. And he also has an album out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. His name is Luke 7 and is an album called Virtues. We we usually try to say it every episode. we've been very bad at forgetting that. but nonetheless, I uh, wanted to give that plug again. His name is Luke 7 and his podcast and his uh, album is called Virtues. But on the show he finished four and three minus two point three one units. So DJ, what do we think of Lucas in this matchup with Zach?
1: Lucas kind of similar to Zach. He's not, you know, super experienced, but he has probably seen more games, more lines. He's been betting longer than Zach. So he does have a little bit of a veteran edge, but they're both approaching it from that simplistic kind of standpoint. They're not going to get too fancy. You know, they're not going to get crazy with some, you know, first half bets or first quarter bets or something crazy like that. They're going to keep it simple. They're going to bet on what they know. And, you know, Lucas watches a lot of football both college and NFL. He knows the NBA. He knows a lot of the players, a lot of the teams, uh, NHL, not really UFC, not really. He's really going to be kind of an NFL and college football guy, but he, he can get hot just like everybody. I've seen him get on some crazy good shrieks. Uh, you know, it, anything's possible. This first match was very intriguing because uh, out of all these people on our list, I'd say these two probably have the least uh, experience so it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a slugfest and yeah i'm related to both of them so i hope they both do well
0: and we'll see who gets hot yeah absolutely and i think either one of these two could could win and stuff like that obviously zach's proven that uh he he can do it and that's why he's the number one seed but lucas could get hot too so this will be a very intriguing match i'm curious to see how this one goes Uh, let's transition now to the four seed Tyler Paulson plus five point six zero units. So Tyler was actually the number one seed in the Elite Eight contest last year. I think he finished plus seventeen something units. I mean he lit it up last year. He's plus five point six zero units. Uh, for those of you that don't know, he's a lifelong friend of mine. I went to elementary school with him, middle school, high school. We both went to college together and graduated together. Um, but he's a household name in Lamar's. Uh, our state back. He took our team to a. He and a bunch of other people, I shouldn't say that, but he was one of the main guys, helped lead our state basketball team to a state runner-up. We haven't made it to a state championship since 1940. So this was very, it was very, very impressive. So he's a household name. If you go to Lamar's, you'll know this guy, you'll recognize him. Uh, He actually introduced me to gambling a little bit in college as well. So I can uh, thank him for that, which is why I want to get him on the show. But on the show, he finished three and two and plus 5.60 units. So uh, DJ, what are your thoughts on Tyler? Tyler's a vibes guy,
1: man. We had him on. There was a lot of laughs. There's a lot of good vibes. And he bets a lot, man. Like, he knows his sports. He knows he's he's one of the more well-experienced guys on this list of non-Coda cappers. Last year, what happened to him, first seed, he just got cold. He went cold at the start of the first round. And things didn't go well for him. If he gets hot, you know, we're talking a whole different story. Maybe he's the defending champ instead of getting bounced in the first. But... He has the experience. He's, you know, grown another year. He's learned more. I mean, I feel like every year you gamble, you learn more. You learn what not to do, what to do. Maybe pick up on some trends. Maybe pick up on some some stats or something. You just learn. So he's he's a dangerous, dangerous four seed because, like I said, I think he's the most experienced guy on this list. And I can see him making a run at it and, you know, upsetting some people. I, I think he has a lot of potential. I think the sky's the limit with this guy. You know, uh, he could go cold like he did last year, but I don't I don't think that happens. He's he's well rounded and like he lit it up when he came on. Uh I'm excited. And like I said, just
0: a, a great vibes guy. Oh, that's the that's the best way to put him. He's that whole time we were doing the podcast with him, you know, you couldn't see it obviously, but he was just smiling from ear to ear. He just was just having a great time. And I'm excited to see what he does. Like you like you said, DJ, he he went cold, he got out of the first round because the person he faced, Tyler DeVos, finished, I, I kid you not, minus 100 units. So that's how he got out of the first round. But then he played soup and ended up uh, losing in the final four. <clears throat> but nonetheless, he's here again. We're excited to see how he does. He will be taking on the five seed, Alex Long, plus five units. So Alex is another really good friend of DJs from I. He got introduced to the network the same time as JT. He was on Gambling Feud with JT. For a UFC preview show, so we had him on for that. Uh, he's a recurring guest on Gambling Feud. I think he knows that anytime he wants to come on Gambling Feud, he's always welcome. I think he knows that. He's also a co-host on the High and Inside podcast of the network, and but that's his only involvement in us with us. So some people are going to say, "Oh, he's Dakota Capper." He's not. He will be the first. He'll be the first to admit it. He just does the High and Inside podcast. He just comes on Gambling Feud. He doesn't do the the capping that these guys do. I'm I'm sure he gambles a lot, but he doesn't do the capping that these guys do. He doesn't do the content these guys do. He's just strictly like a gambler and a close friend to all of us. So that's why he's on the non-coded capper side. I wanted to note that, but on the show he finished five and three and plus five units. So uh, DJ, what are your thoughts on uh, a long and this matchup with Paulson? Other than Paulson, a long is
1: right up there in experience. You know, me and him started gambling freshman year of college the amount of times we watched a game in his dorm room, his and JT's dorm room, and, you know, we were betting the over or whatever it was uh, all the time. So we, we watched a ton of games. We watched the historic, uh the meltdown of Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Patriots when they lost that, when they blew that 28 to three game. And we were all riding on the Patriots. So we all had an amazing dub together. It was a heck of experience. But yeah, very very well versed, uh, and he, he specializes in a lot of things. You know, he knows the MLB, he knows UFC, he knows the NFL, and he knows the NBA. Uh, you know, probably his weakness is NHL, but I don't think he'll do many NHL bets. But other than that, he knows a lot of the sports. He's very well versed. He, he he watches a lot of sports. He talks a lot of sports. He's been watching sports ever since he was little. Uh, he's got a ton of experience of just watching the game, and then he's got a you know he's got four five six years of gambling experience. So this is a great matchup, I think. You know, if you if you switch Zach or Lucas, I think it's kind of unfair because you have an unexperienced guy versus an experienced guy. But in this situation, we have two well-experienced guys. And Along was in it last year. You know, he knows what it takes to win. He got souped, as I call it, where soup just didn't bet any units. He was very frustrated by it. He thought it'd be a fun contest, and then soup did, you know, not bet many units. So Along's out for revenge, and Long on revenge is a dangerous guy. So I think this first round will be as tough as test. But if he can get past this, both him and Paulson, whatever whoever comes out of this matchup is dangerous on the non Capper side due to their high experience uh and their versatility, all the sports they gamble.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This this four or five matchup is gonna be dangerous. And no disrespect to Zach and Lucas when we say that either, but these two definitely and i'm looking through the rest of the list yeah i'd say these two are probably the most experienced guys on this side of the of the bracket and uh they're they're facing off against each other first round so we'll see how they do but yeah this this over under region is interesting i'll say that you got two kind of people who are unexperienced but knowledgeable versus two people that are pretty experienced and knowledgeable so we'll see we'll see kind of who wins this over under region but it's very very intriguing yep yeah i mean it's Gambling is just something
1: you have to learn over time, you know, things I was doing five years ago when I first started, I would think is ridiculous now like why would I ever bet that you just learn things year in year out, you know, the more you go through bad beats or just reading lines or just you know what's going on, you learn a lot so these guys have that experience, not to say that Zach or Lucas are done as soon as they get past the first round because they could they could easily win anyone can get hot it's literally anyone's game. But I think experience is huge and just you can't like learn it overnight. You have to go through years. You have to go through a multitude of bets, which these two have. So I mean, just a, a great matchup, and it just kind of ended up being that way. But I'm I'm very intrigued by this and I'm excited to see who 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 emerges. I mean, this is gonna be a, a tough matchup for both guys.
0: Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And Alex did way better than than our dear friend Willie Naylor did. Way, way better. Yeah, Willie could get some pointers
1: from Alex because, um, yeah, pointers from Alex, pointers from JT, pointers from uh, Fox Eye, si, pointers from Josh Campbell, who Willie Naylor's close with all of those guys. So uh, maybe he should have reached out to them instead of bombing. But nonetheless, Alex Long will try to uh, right the wrong of soup. He, he's still upset about the whole soup thing from last year. You know, he kind of got screwed on that. So he he's coming with some vengeance. Then I think Tyler got soups too. He got, they
0: both got soups, So they're they both, they soup. both got soup and actually soup made it to the championship. And, and even if DG didn't hit that massive parlay, soup still didn't bet enough units in that championship game. So DG was going to win no matter what he just hit that plus 3,200 parlay for the heck of it. But going off of what you said earlier, DG, I think you Faye JT, fuck si, Willie Naylor, soup and Alex, that's a hell of a crew right there. That's like a storybook right there. It's a
1: it's a dangerous crew. There's a lot of laughs uh, and just a lot of fun. The vibes have never really been bad with that crew. They're just always like goofing around, telling stories, making jokes, and having fun. And most importantly, hitting bets. That's what we do. I mean, when we first started gambling, we went like twenty two and five, or maybe it was like I don't know, twenty two and three betting college basketball overs. We just first started and we just lit it up because we started during college basketball and we thought we were you know all all of us thought we were the kings and you know gambling humbles you a little bit but we've learned a lot along the way and you know all three of three of the the main guys are here in this
0: contest yeah yep and that's very exciting too so All right, let's round out our our bracket with the ATS region. Let's start off with the three seed, Eric Looch, plus 6.9 units. So Eric is another one of DJ's cousins on the Looch side. And I'd say he is, and maybe you can disagree with me on this, DJ, but he's the face of Looch Farms at the moment, I would say. And, uh, you know, he has a love for sports. And it was quickly noticed by DJ. And those two have a group chat with, I think, a bunch of other Looch relatives as well just talking games and stuff like that so it was very well noticed so he came on the show early last year and he's on the and he came on the show again this year he had a very tough card i remember a very very tough card and finished uh four and one plus 6.90 units but he very well could have gone five and oh i remember i remember that but uh three seed eric luch what do you got what do you got for him yeah
1: he's he's a sports guy he's watched a lot of sports uh he's you know he and he's got connections his brother alex is kind of a baseball guy his brother joe is a is a nhl guy and then they all kind of talk about football and basketball so he's got a lot of resources at his hand to kind of get ideas off of and like i said he's seen a lot of games he's you know he's lived lived a, a more experienced life he's probably one of the more older people on this non-coded capper side so he's seen more games than everybody and as a three seed, I think it fits well. He's got a lot of experience. He knows, you know, he knows what it's been like to go through cold streaks. He's been hot. He's He's gone through it all. And he should be very composed. And I see him doing pretty well. You know, he, he knows his stuff. And I'm I'm excited to see how the face of Looch Farms does and maybe gets that bread and gets another track there.
0: Yeah, maybe or so. Buy right? some hogs. Hopefully, this is a tractor that uh, that Alex doesn't break a window off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, well, who is Eric facing off against? He's facing off against the sixth seed, Evan Moville, minus 0. .37 units. So, Evan is a good friend to several individuals at the network. I consider him a very good friend as well. And just a, a, another really, really good vibes guy. I mean, this is a, another just, like, classic – I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to just bring the good vibes guy. That's what he is. Um, He made his appearance on gambling feud last year. Actually last year, he had the worst showing of any guest we had last year, but he came back, he bounced back. And um, you know, he's well known as the MN sneaker guy. He's a big shootie. He collects a bunch of different shoes and basically any shoe you can think of. I'm sure he's had at some point. But uh, he came on the show this year, finished six and four, minus 0.37 units. I think the only reason he wasn't positive was uh, one of his plays is a five unit play that didn't hit. but I think otherwise he would have finished positive. but uh, six seed Evan Mulville going up against three seed Eric Luch, DJ. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Evan's not a massive gambler, but he he pays
1: attention to the lines. He's a Minnesota guy, so he definitely pays attention to his you know his home teams goes to a lot of games up in Minnesota and he, he's well versed he, he knows the major sports you know he knows the NBA he knows the NHL and he knows the NFL I I don't know how much he knows about college sports but of the major sports he knows he knows he knows a decent amount and he you know because he follows the wild he follows the the Timberwolves he follows the Vikings so he you just when you're following you just know the league in general so he he knows a lot uh he I'm excited to see what he can do do you know we haven't seen him gamble too much he doesn't really tweet plays or anything like that but he knows he knows lines he, he obviously watches sports and stuff so it, it's exciting to see him great veteran matchup here between these two guys is they're probably these are probably two of the older guys out of these group of people so um, you know this is veteranness, maybe not gambling experience but definitely veteranness and just watching games uh, i'm excited to see you know who emerges out of this matchup it, it's a great matchup
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think looking back, I don't think either of these two last year did very good. So this is a vengeance game matchup for both of these two. So I'm very, very excited for this because a lot of these guys, you know, they've been on the show and they did fairly decent stuff like that. I think Eric finished pretty minus quite a few units last year, too. So these two are out for vengeance. So I'm very excited for this matchup.
1: Yep. Yeah. They're out to prove they belong and that they, you know, they they want the prize. Everyone wants the prize. Who doesn't want a prize? So, you know, Evan might get some new shoes and Eric might buy some hogs. They both have different prerogatives for why they're trying to get the money, but they're both going to try and get it done.
0: They're both going to try to get the money. That's exactly Yep. Right. Secure the bag. All right, DJ, well, to round out our bracket, we got the 2 seed, cheapy 13 plus 9.17 units. Cheapy 13 is a very well-known Twitter personality. I think out of all everybody on this list, He might have the most followers out of everybody. Um, Like I said, he's very known in the cheapy community, obviously. You know, um, he's very active on Twitter. I think he's consistently getting hundreds of likes on Twitter. And he's getting follows from very, very well-known guys. But he's also a a gamble. He gambles every now and then, too. You know, he's a Minnesota fan, Minnesota Vikings, Twins. I think he said he's a Timberwolves fan as well. Um, You know, he came on the show. He lit it up. He was one of our very first guests this year. He finished uh five and two plus 9.17 units. And I think actually one of the bets he lost is a five unit bet. He could have finished plus 17 units. So he had an absolute day, but uh, DJ, what are your thoughts about cheapy 13? Yeah, I don't know
1: much about his gambling history. You know, I don't know him that well. He does produce some banger tweets. He's very good at memeing and other things. He's just good at Twitter. If that makes sense. Uh, he has a lot of hilarious tweets, uh, Like I said, I don't don't know his gambling, but obviously he lit it up with us. So he must know a thing or two. Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, how good is he? You know, it's like one of those ones where you you don't really know much about a a mid-American team, but maybe they can light it up. You just don't know. Uh, And he could easily be that. Uh, I'm excited to see kind of how he you know, what plays, how creative he gets. You know, does he go super conservative? Is he super aggressive? What does he do? Uh, you know, it's kind of kind of a question mark for me. I just don't know enough about him, but I'm also very excited to see him and just obviously he's a massive Twitter presence, and it'd be interesting to see if he can get the the troops rallying behind him and winning some bets and getting that momentum and just taking it to the the finals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and he knows quite a few people at the network too. He's been very in fact, uh when PG had that, oh, what's his name? Like that Jack Murray that was coming at him for being a gambler. I mean, Cheapy13 was just backing up PG left and right by producing memes, making fun of Jack Murray and stuff like that. And he even said on the show, like, nobody can come at PG without uh, taking some hits and stuff like that. So he produces bangers of tweets, but he also knows quite a few people at the network, too, which is why I'm very excited to have him in the contest.
1: Yep. I'm sure he'll have some electric uh, memes on Twitter Yep, as well for the
0: contest, hopefully. Yep, absolutely. Get get them ready, Cheapy thirteen. We're <laughs> looking forward to it. But to round out the contest, who is Cheapy thirteen playing? The seven seed Gracie Marks, who finished minus one point seven two units. So I, I followed Gracie because I tr- I wanted to follow more uh, like minded cappers that aren't at the network. And she was one of the first people I followed. Uh, she produces a lot of content on Twitter. Her biggest platform, I would say, is Instagram. So, uh, Mark's takes on Twitter or on Instagram. That's her probably biggest platform. She's from the West Coast. I remember we had to start the show an hour early so she could um, get some stuff done um, after the podcast is over. But yeah, she's on the West Coast. She's a big time stoolie. She actually got to meet and take a picture with Dave Portnoy, the president of Barstool Sports, which I still am incredibly jealous of. But yeah, she do- she knows all kinds of sports and she's very, very uh good with analysis producing content she, one of the more consistent content producers i think uh i'm not going to count dakota cowper's on this side of the bracket i'd say she's probably one of the more consistent content producers which i'm very very excited to see what she has to bring to the contest but on the show she finished two and three minus 1.72 units so dj what are your thoughts about gracie and her matchup with cheapy 13 Yeah, similar
1: to GP13, I don't know much about her, obviously, um, because she's someone we don't know too well, more of a Twitter mutual, but she seemed when she was on the podcast, like she knew what she was talking about. She was very educated. She was using words where I'm like, okay, yeah, like, you know, you just got to get a feel for some people you don't know. And I just could tell that she was very well versed in both sports, but also the gambling side of it. And she does great gambling content and just great content in general. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this matchup because it's to me it's a giant question mark. Like, I just don't know either Chibi Thirteen or Gracie that well, but I you know they they earned a spot here and they could make some fireworks. And I could be like, okay, right, like these guys are really really good. I, you know, like, it'll be a it it's it's a matchup. I just don't know what I'm gonna get, but I'm very excited for that matchup because it's just two giant Twitter personalities, giant you know social media personalities that seem to know what they're doing and i'm just excited to kind of see how, how
0: how the dust settles and who comes out on top abs absolutely and and i'd have to look up jake hey jake hazen's twitter account but these two have the biggest uh twitter followers i believe out of all 16 of these people at the net at, at the on the in the contest excuse me words are hard but yeah these two are it, it's going to be fun i'm excited to see what these two bring to the contest but um, just overall on the non-coda capper side, before we look at everything in a moment here, the the coda capper side they're all very good gamblers. And I'm not saying the non-coda cappers aren't, but that's just how we knew. Like none of these or all eight people in the coda capper side could go on because they're all very very good and have shown that. This side, I'd say they're all very good, but the reason that anybody could move on is all these matchups. You got people who are very very similar in a way. You got Zach and Lucas are a little more inexperienced and look at it from a certain, uh, different way than people. Tyler and Alex are both very experienced, so we'll see who wins that. Uh, Eric and Evan not so much experienced gambling, but experienced in sports, so we'll see what go- happens there. And Chiefy thirteen and Gracie, both very be- experienced gamblers, but both with big social media personalities. So on the other, on the Coda Capra side, you got eight really, really good gamblers. On the non Coda Capra side, you have pretty decent gamblers, but very, very similar in their matchups.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, the, the Coda capper side is, is a giant question mark, but it's a question mark as in who's going to get hot. Cause I know any of these guys can, and I know all of them might get, you know, all of them could light it up. They're all, like you said, well experienced on the other side, it's a giant question mark. Is just like, I, you know, I just don't know enough about these guys, you know, with their experience, with their, with their gambling. It, it's really a contest for any of them. I any of them could win, and it's the I would say the the non-codacapper side is interesting in the fact of like I it just it's up for grabs, and I'm very excited to see who shows up. You know how hot do they get? What are they even betting? You know, are they just doing money lines? Are they getting creative? What's gonna happen? And it'll be very entertaining. And then on the codacapper side, obviously you just got a lot of seasoned gamblers who are gonna try and put on a show, and there'll be more personal I guess on the on the coda capper side is obviously everyone kind of knows each other and so there might be a little more trash talk whereas on the non-coda capper side there might not be as much trash talk as it's not fun to trash talk someone you don't know because it's just like kind of weird um but I'm I'm excited to see what we get and it's it's such a cool idea that we came up with here Kyle of doing this I don't know anybody else who does this this contest but just looking at this bracket now you just got you got 16 people. And they're all just going to gamble, which we all love. Everyone loves – we all love sports gambling here. And on top of that, they're going to gamble, and they have a chance of winning a prize. And it's March Madness style. Like, who doesn't love filling out a March Madness bracket? So the whole setup is so cool how we do it. Uh, Yeah, I'm just – I'm just super excited, man. Watching this bracket reveal has just got me all hyped up. Like, who's going to win? You know, is there going to be a massive upset? Is someone going to – You know, barely squeak out a win with a last second play. You know, anything's possible with this. And there's just so many different people that strategies and all this, everything takes into consideration. And I honestly couldn't tell you who's going to win. I just know it is going to be a hell of a ride.
0: Very, very well said. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you got all kinds of sports content and betting content out there. I don't know of anybody else that does something similar to this. Like you said, DJ, just 16 people who are going to bet. You don't got to pay anything for this. This is absolute free entry. And you just, you get a gamble, March, ma- gamble. It's a March Madness style. I'm very excited for it. Obviously we're going to be tweeting it. If if you're watching this and you're in the contest tweet, hashtag gambling feud, sweet 16. We're going to be tweeting that on our page as well um yeah just get it going here but just overall quick dj looking at this bracket like you said i think any of these 16 people can can get it i will say though the seven seeds on both sides are very very sneaky with with dg bets uh very very underrated as a seven seed i think he could go all the way just as easily and gracie marks has been in the been doing content for a very very long time i think she could very well upset cheapy 13 i think cheapy 13 could light it up too but i i can see gracie gracie going a long ways because she's been producing content and betting content for a long long time
1: yeah i mean that's the cool thing is it's it is very similar to March madness like we have all these different types of gamblers that do things different ways it's kind of like uh you know the difference between a team that runs the floor and shoots a lot of threes versus a team that plays great defense and you know plays conservative offense they just get good looks like we have all these different types all these different specialties you know each person specializes in different things and i it's just i have no idea what's going to happen but it's it's crazily entertaining and it's going to be an exciting exciting uh sweet 16 uh yeah and i think we're going to do we're going to try and do everyone's going to submit maybe a little video all the sweet 16 guys on why they're going to win or maybe just a hype up trash talk video it's really you know up to their their decision on what they how they want to do the video but ideally we're going to get a video from everybody and post those and i think that'll be kind of interesting you know it's not going to be like an hour long video it's going to be just a little you know 60 second 30 second video on why they're going to win or what they're going to do with the money or i again don't know what the video is going to be like but i think it'll be entertaining and just content in general is going to be amazing so if you're looking for some interesting kind of gambling stuff, this is this is the place to go. And maybe we, we might post some odds on who we think are, you know, odds to win it, if you want to joke around with that. Um, but it's, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. It's a lot of work for us, but it's worth it as it's just, it's kind of a cool little thing that no one else does.
0: Yeah absolutely and that's very well said and and you'll you'll be seeing a lot of tweets coming at coming at you guys here in the next this over this next month stuff like that as far as podcast wise me and dj are going to be a little more lax on the podcast wise more focused on this we will still do some shows we might do like some specials like some drafts and stuff like that but we're not going to do anything nearly as extensive as what we've been doing now because our big focus this month is going to be on this contest but uh well, let, let's go into the rules here quick, DJ. So just really quick, uh, just a schedule for everybody. So the contest is going to start on Sunday, December 4th, and it's going to go through the, the 10th. After the 10th, the people who finish the best units-wise are going to move on to the Elite Eight, which will take place December 11th and 17th. Again, best people will move on to the final four, which is the 18th to the 24th, and the championship will start on Christmas and go through New Year's. So that is the schedule. And we set it up in a way where like the sweet 16, you got some college football. I actually, I think it's just the army Navy game. So you got to find other ways to bet besides college football, which is uh, why we did that elite eight. You got your bowl games starting final four. You got a little more exciting bowl games in your championship. You got your new year six games. Yep. Yeah. We set it up so that there's the
1: most amount of sports going on. And then you have a lot of options and, most of these people specialize in more than one sport, but everyone specializes in at least a sport that's going on. So everyone has at least one sport they can go to, to get a winner. And they got to show some variety. They got to show some creativity, you know, maybe throw some parlays together, do something, uh, maybe do some weird prop bets. Like, it, cause we don't really have many rules as what they can do, but we're having a lot of sports available for them to find what they can find. Um, I think this is one of the best times to do it because it allows, you know, almost anybody to win. Whereas if you do it, like I said, in June or July, your baseball, like Jake Hazen's is going to run away with this. I mean, like you got to, you know, the MLB guys are going to run away with it versus right now where it's anybody's contest because there's so much on.
0: Yep. Ab- absolutely. And even if you're not in the contest and you want to kind of dabble in the gambling, this is the month to do it. Because like you said, there's just so much going on right now other than baseball like a- any sport you can think of is happening right now so like even if you're not in the contest this is the time. this is the month to gamble i would say yep and you can like follow along with these guys
1: plays if someone gets hot you know if, if someone gets going if gb13 starts lightened up start following his plays cuz we're going to tweet out everybody's plays before the you know before the games so, you can follow along with this and just kind of see who's getting hot, who's doing what. Like, this person had an amazing first round. Maybe they'll have a big second round. Or maybe you think, ah, their first round is fluke. They're going to, you know, then you can fade them. Like, you can kind of make your own strategy based on this if you want. It's, yeah, super exciting and a ton of gambling, sports gambling related content.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, all pay just for me and DJ's purposes, for record recording purposes, please submit all your page via all your picks via DM on the gambling feud Twitter page, just so DJ and I can, um, can record it and stuff like that. And if people have a discrepancy with how we're tracking, they're like, well, I bet this Well, no, you didn't. We have it right here. So just everybody, please in the contest, please send your, your picks via DM on the gambling through Twitter page. We will tweet it out unless you say, nah, nah, don't really tweet it, but don't say no, because like, you don't want your opponent to see it. Like really, if you don't want us to show your plays, that's fine. But it, uh, for the most part, we want to produce as much content as we can here with this and promote you as much as we can. So we will be tweeting all the plays unless you specifically tell us, hey, don't tweet that.
1: Yep. Yeah. If you have a secret play or something that you don't want, like if you're tweeting something, you know, five days early, like maybe a, a football game or something and you want to keep it secret, that's fine. But otherwise, preferably, we'd like to tweet all the plays and keeping it in the DMs is just the easiest, just tracking wise, because we can just go to our DMs and all of the plays should be in there. So even, you know, we can just keep everything kind of, it's just the cleanest way to do it, Uh, you know, second year around for us. So we got a little, you know, some things figured out. And I think this is the best way to do it.
0: Yep. Absolutely true. So. Uh, Another rule. So you must bet at least 20 units each week. That is the minimum you have to do. That is the Josh Campbell rule last year. If you remember Josh, we had a 10 unit rule and he would wait, 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 wait. And then you do two, two max plays. And that was that we're not doing that. You you have to bet at least 20 units. I know people are like, well, I'm just a one unit better. Well, me and DJ were talking before this. If you do one unit plays and you do 20 of them, that's less than about four plays a day. And that's very doable, especially with what's happening right now. So that is uh, like so the Josh Campbell rule. You must bet at minimum 20 units if you do not bet 20 units. And we'll tell you, you know, hey, you, you got to bet 20 units, something like that. But if you don't, you will be disqualified from the contest and you're, the person you play will just move on no matter how good or bad they do.
1: Yeah, it's it's a simple rule. You got to win this contest. You can't let your opponent lose. And that's kind of what Josh Campbell did last year. He let his opponent lose, they get down 20 units, and then he just kind of coast to a win. Which it is a strategy. I'll give him that. But now we're putting a rule in place to get rid of that strategy and to force you you got to win it yourself. If if you want to if you want to do just four max plays, you can do that. But then you got to hope to go two and two and you got to hope your opponent goes negative. Uh, 20 units a day, 20 units a week is not that much. As we mentioned, it's less than three, one unit or less than four, one unit plays a day. And you know, if you, you gotta be at some point in the week, you have to have a very confident bet that you can put more on. And again, strategy is up to you. If you want to bet just 20 units, go ahead. If you want to bet a hundred some units, go ahead. I mean, there are really no rules as to what you can bet. Uh, and the strategies are all up to everybody. You know, it's, it's your own prerogative. It's your own strategy. Just do your thing.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like DJ just said, it, you can you can bet anything you want. We do have one exception, no live bets. That was just very hard for us to track last year. And there was a lot of stuff happening. We had to tweet it out right away so people knew about it. Just no live bets, but any bet you can think of, m- spread, money line, over, under, team total, first half total, parlay, player prop, any bet you can think of, you can do here outside of live bets, and that's the thing that makes this so much fun. Is we got people who do all kinds of different bets. Obviously, we know that DG's the parlay guy, we got uh beasts in the contest, but beast is a big player prop guy. Um, we you can do any bet you want except for live bets, and I think that's what makes this contest unique. Yep, yeah, and live bets are tough because you can't really follow
1: someone on a live bet, like because once they live bet it, you have what a minute, maybe to then jump on that bet with them. So unless you're in the same room or texting each other, like, Hey, let's live bet this now, you can't really follow it. So it's just tough to get it tweeted out in time. And it just gets too messy with it. If you're truly a great gambler, a gambler worthy of winning this prize, then you can do it with just normal bets. Um, And again, that's really like no live bets is our only really rule other than obviously the 20 units and then our max unit play. But other than that, like it's, it, we're leaving it all up to you. It's all up to your strategy, to your skill set, whatever, however you want to do it.
0: Yep. Yep. Again, very well said, but like DJ said, the other rule we have is no lot. Li- we have two rules, I guess, no live bets and your, uh, your max play you can have per play is five units because like DJ said, who's to stop somebody. If we don't have this rule, they're like, Oh, I'm down a bunch. Let me just throw 100 units on this one play. First of all, that's not realistic. Nobody ever does that. If you see online, people are like, I'm plus 6,000 units. Go F yourself. You're not. It's not realistic. Nobody bets that much. And if you are betting that much, you need to up your unit size. But yeah, just realistic, five unit max per play.
1: Yep. Yeah. Very simple rule to basically prevent someone on the last day of trying to come back by betting, you know. 100 units on a minus 500 you know just super likely outcome 100 units to win five units or whatever it may be the math and yeah it's just it's really set up so that the best gamblers can win the people who can who produce the most amount of winners can win and there's still enough leeway with five units that like a five unit play is massive compared to a one unit play so if your opponent's making one unit plays and you make a five unit play that's a big difference that can expand that gap and it, it provides you enough wiggle room to get a huge lead or to come back if you're down or to do anything but it's not too many units that you can win the contest on one bet
0: yep absolutely and uh finally the moment everyone's been waiting for what is the prize this year oh i lied i got one more thing i wanted to say uh We will be making a spreadsheet where we'll track everybody's plays. And just in case there's any discrepancies or disputes, we'll have that. We'll record it. That's how we'll track the units and stuff like that. DJ's a wizard with Excel, so that's what he uses. So we will have that. Now, what I was going to say, the thing that everyone's waiting for, winner takes home a $300 prize that's up last year because we have more people. Oh, we are looking for a sponsor this year. So if you're interested in sponsoring the contest and uh, paying for the $300, we will advertise the hell out of you. We did it last year with the uh, golf course in Fargo that did it. If you're interested in sponsoring the contest, let us know. Again, we will advertise you all month long. And heck, we may even advertise you quite a bit next year too. But if you're interested in that, uh, we're going to have the $300 no matter what. Even if we don't get a sponsor for the contest, the winner is still going to get $300. And uh, yeah, it's just exciting. It's a free entry and a winner takes home a pretty decent amount of money.
1: Yeah, 300. Now I would say that's the minimum, you know. We might raise more funds and get a, get a bigger prize. Obviously, we'd like the prize to be as big as we could get it. Uh right now it's going to be 300 and like you mentioned, it's a, it's a free 300. You had to give half an hour of your time to get eligible for the contest and then as much time as you want to devote to giving winners and winning the contest. I mean, it's up to you, but 300 seems like a pretty good deal I, I I wish i could compete in this contest but obviously i can't uh so but still nonetheless i think it's enough to make it worth it and i yeah i know dg got it last year and i'm he was very happy with the i think it was 200 last year so he's very happy with that and it's, it's a essentially a free 200 dollars minus or 300 dollars in this case minus your time but i mean you're doing gambling that's it's fun so it's a it's a fun contest that also gives you money
0: yeah absolutely and and one thing to note too we know all 16 of these people very very well our hands are totally clean on this we are not gonna skew it in one way or another to have one person win it or have like a storybook matchup or anything like that we're not doing that we are totally clean and like i said if, if people want to call us out for something we will have a spreadsheet that shows every single play that people give so that won't be an issue at all but uh yeah no we're we're very excited um like i said not i don't think there's anybody else that does something like this and uh tweet again tweet 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 hashtag gambling feud sweet 16 we'll tweet it on everybody's tweet be sure you tweet it as well let's get this thing trending let's get some Momentum and the thing is with you 16 people, the more momentum, the more attention that we get, that's attention that you get as well. So if you want to promote your own personal platform, this is an opportunity for you to do that as well. Yep, yeah. I mean, Vegas
1: has these contests, but they're all professional handicappers, it's all their own little thing. This is more for amateur people, the 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 average man, the average woman, the average person, the average gambler. They get a chance to compete at in a fun bracket style, like the whole thing, the system, everything set up is so cool how we do it. I, I don't know how we came up with this idea. I think it was a combination of both of us, but it just, it's just a fun time. Like I said, I, I wish I could compete because this just would be so cool to be a part of get hot when your first round, you know, you're playing the buddy or someone, you know, and you can do a little trash talking and it, the whole environment would be fun and you get a prize. I mean, it's just, it's really perfect for all situations regarding sports gambling. And yeah, it's, I mean, promote it, do whatever you want, hype yourself up. Don't tweet at all. If you don't want, that's fine, I guess, but do what you got to do and hit some bets, get some winners, give the, give the people some winners.
0: Yep. Absolutely. We are very excited. We'll be tweeting left and right. It's going to be so much fun. Like I said, if you're in the contest and I will be sure to message everybody, but try to send like a short 30 second video on how you, you're feeling about the contest how you're feeling about your opponent if you know your opponent and if you won the three hundred dollars what you do with it we'll be sure to get those tweeted out but uh dj any last second thoughts before we uh sign off here I mean, there's not really much more we can say. We got 16
1: people and any of them could win. Uh, all of them have been gambling. They know what they're doing. It, it's going to be an exciting contest. If if you're looking for some interesting content, this is going to be it. You know, this is going to be gonna try and get, you know, the smack talk, just the tweets, everything going, the content out there. We're going to get the picks out there, everything, the updates on who's winning, what, who's doing what. And like we both mentioned, we don't know who's gonna win this. It's it's up for grabs for anybody, and I think it'll just be super interesting to follow along. And there's just nothing out there that's like this. It's it's very unique, and I think it's super cool. And if you you see this and you're like, okay, this is sweet, but how do I get into it? Reach out in our DMs. You know, DM the the feud gambling gambling feud, and we'll we'll get you on next year for sure. And we'll get you on. And you'll, you'll have a chance. You know, that's all we we give you a chance, and what you do with that chance is up to you. Uh, but yeah, all around, just a great idea, a great contest, a sweet 16 bracket that
0: the best gambler, may the best, may the best gambler win. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to all 16 participants in the Sweet 16 contest. We will be tweeting out stuff every single day, everybody's plays, you name it. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Coda DJ, Kyle. DJ, where, they, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at DJLow4422.
1: Thank you for tuning in. And stay tuned to the Gambling Feud Twitter and the Coda Sports Network and everything to follow along with this amazing contest. All right. See you, folks. is.